You're listening to Kelly and Steve, and this is Coupled with Chaos. 90 Day Fiance, Season 10, Episode 14, From This Day Forward. We are going to cover six couples. It is, for us, this is the week of your surgery. So I am not sure if we're going to be Sunday, Monday, or... I'm not going to say it forever because all surgeries are, 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 you know, you're going to be going, there will be an anesthesiologist involved. Yeah. So I, general. I'm, I'm not trying to, um, um, I guess be, be a downer, oh. <laughs> but all surgeries are yeah. significant. And right. so, so hopefully you hear from me again someday right. is what he's trying this, to say. Yeah. I don't know how to say that without sounding really bad. But yeah, it wow. is very serious. All surgeries are serious, and all right. issue their anesthesiology is. Um, I would say, well, you've been through it before. You think they have records on you for, like, how much oh, of abs- something to give you? Absolutely, of course okay. they do, because they monitor all your okay, good. everything, and all all my significant surgeries have been the same facility. So how I'm many sure times have you been under? Ne- I think this will be number eight. Not dental involved. No, I'm talking about general anesthesia. I think this is eight number eight. Oh, you're a pro. Number seven, something like that. It's, yeah, it's been so a that's it. They got a whole book. You have a novel on you. Yeah. So we, so I'm not sure when next week's going to go, and it looks like the Lions are playing Sunday night. So I think Sunday, a Monday morning release is probably out of the question for us between your surgeries and the, and the great run that my Lions are on. I think between yeah, those, because. I, and on top of the surgery, I also am coming home with a portable nerve block with a pump. And that will be in probably until Monday. I think it'll make a good show. It's actually what I think. Oh, listening to the pump make its noise? Well, whatever. I just think it would be good. I would love it if, because you, well, here it is. And we don't want to get too deep into stuff, but you don't take pain medication. No, nothing prescription. Right. So there's that. So it would maybe be better if you were loopy on goofballs. We'd make for a better show. Yeah, that's show. not happening. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Ashley and Manuel this week. Did you? Were we kind of expecting them to do it at Niagara Falls? That was. I not, was. That was not the question, right? No, I, I absolutely. When she like threw out her arms and they're like on the helm of the ship and they're having this epiphany moment about how all the the vibes are just right and the rainbow and the double rainbow and the chasing rainbow yeah. and the water. And I'm expecting her to go, are we doing this? Yes, we're doing this. And then they rip off their clothes and do it on the well, front of the boat. Well, my thought would be they just get <laughs> under one tarp, right? One poncho. Is, or while they're standing up there. It's two people, one poncho. You I mean, even, we know it only, and you don't even know, know it only takes, means. it only takes them a minute. Right. Well, you don't know. The joke behind, behind, if I said two people, one poncho, there's a, there's a thing there that's dirtier than we would ever talk about, but it's out oh. there. It's not two people, I, one poncho. I don't want to know right. how it's, you know this. Well, it's a thing, and so I'm not okay. even going to get into it, but it involves two people in a cup. So that's just a thing. And okay. Yeah. So there's certain things that I believe there's certain things like in life that you should know about. Like in general. I don't think I need to know that. You don't need to know that. So that is definite. So two people, one poncho. We'll, we'll probably leave it at that. 
was this, I think when we see the two of them, do you get maybe a bit more understanding about them here with this? Like, you know. I mean, they're just going to tough their way through it. Well, isn't this a bit of any relationship kind of? Really, at some point you go, are we going to do this? Right. Well, yeah. I mean, well, I mean, yeah, you have a rough patch and then you have a turning point and you decide, am I in this for good or not? Yeah. And that's where they're at. Is So for you, you've been to Niagara Falls, right? Yes, I've been there. How old were you when you were there? Um, It was around my birthday and I'm going to say it was 20... Hmm. It, it may have been the year that we got married. It would have been probably right before we met. Oh, right before you and in I In letters. Met. Yes. Hmm. I believe it was that year after my birthday. I think and I that, was there. I think I was there in probably 1976. I would have been five. And I have a vague recollection of that and a trip we went to, for some reason, we were in a yellow Dodge van with with like an emblem of a sun on the back two windows. And we drove to like New England and back. This is a very specific memory that you have. I went to, we saw Plymouth Rock. I remember um, it being very small. I expected it to be a large rock, right? It was not. And I seem to remember Niagara Falls, but it's. Vague. I only saw the American side of the falls. It was five. We were we were in a vehicle that was having um, problems with the alternator, so the whole way up there, uh, we kept uh, having to get somebody to give us a jump start every time we turned the engine off. For every mean. rest area and everything on the way up there. So he said, there's no way we can cross the bridge because if the engine dies, we're stranded. Well, Canadians don't know how to jump vehicles. We know that. That's so, Well, he, you know, it was just traffic on the bridge, obviously, because you have to go through the, the checkpoint to cross the border. And so he said, you know, we don't want to be idling there because he had to keep it running, you know, with some gas. And so... Did you just like, get a new yeah, battery? Well, this guy wasn't poor. No, he wasn't poor, but it wasn't his car. It was like his mother's car or something. Still, that he borrowed. So anyway, um, we stayed on the American side, but it was January, and uh, the mist like instantly froze on everything, and the whole place—the railings, the trees, the pathways, everything—you could see was white with ice mm. and icicles and it was the most incredible winter wonderland i've ever seen oh that's cool it was like a a, vi a vision or a dream it was incredible and i have pictures somewhere in the garage from this trip with my little 110 camera that i took <laughs> we are old people we are i mean that's it right i mean it was yeah. 1976 when i was there I wow. believe we would have made was, the trip back there. It was either 93 or 94 in January when mm. I was there. Okay. Well, there's that. 
it was it that inspiring of a place it really was oh, cool. i wished i could have seen the other side because everything people told me was the other the canadian side is even more beautiful mm. and incredible to see um because i think it's maybe a little closer view but um you can't beat the view that Ashley Manuel got. On and that was really nice. I mean, that was pretty cool. And the roiling waters. And that must have been just something. Could you, you could feel it. I mean, they had the mist on them. Do you it think? They were being pelted with it. That, like, a, a situation or scenario like this could, you know, just kind of shake them up and go, all right, look, you know, this is big. We can do this. It seemed to be a turning point for them, do you think? It did. Yeah, it seemed like, you know, they'd been trying to broach the topic and somebody was always in a mood and whatever, but it seemed like they were ready to just decide. He said this. this moment. Are we committed or aren't we? Close your eyes and take my hand. And really, it's almost like like you're going to jump, right? It's yeah, go, trust You know me. what? Uh -huh. We're, we're going to go for this. And so it seemed like a like a turning point, right? And, it and, did. And you know, sometimes when it comes to these things, logic doesn't necessarily always apply, right? Mm -hmm. It's not like a science, and you can go and say this person and this person, you're going to work out, and everything's going to be fine. These two conflict resolution seems horrible, right? Terrible. They f look. They fight hard. They love hard. <laughs> and it, he said, I mean, he said something real. He said, you know what? I'm not, no one's always right. I'm not always right. Right. He seemed like a decent guy to me like, in this episode. Like his core. Like co yes. his core is he's decent, right? Yes. And, and I think Ashley's a decent person. Uh -huh. But I think sometimes it's about, and my, my feeling is, is that when she talks about what she gives to the relationship, for us it's kind of always been financial, right? Uh -huh. This right. is what I give. And, and for him, you know, I think he's always been sacrificing everything for family. Right. And, and, and so this is, a tough, this is a tough place for them to be. Mm -hmm. And there isn't a, like a simple answer. Mm -hmm. But here they talk about less than three months. Here we are, and we're getting married. You know, we barely <laughs> know each other. I'm like, mm -hmm. you know, we look yeah. at ourselves and we go, this is mm -hmm. where we were. Right. But, but I think for us, is we could tell we were a bit more aligned. Our cultural differences yes, weren't absolutely. Here. And so maybe there was absolutely. a little difference. Well, in our, our spiritual understanding was the same also and they have some differences there yeah it was a little easier i think for us and, and maybe you know when you don't have these large battles that they have had uh -huh. i i thought it was a bit loaded her question with him about adapting and and, and i uh -huh. think you know it's he says not to talk about it and and maybe maybe he's right a little bit Maybe it's like, you know, this doesn't need to be the main topic of our conversation. Uh -huh. It would be more smaller, like, do we need to have this coffee at Starbucks? Or could we uh -huh. just make this ourselves and, uh -huh. and spend a little less money on this? Let me make you a coffee. Or for you, or for us, it would be go, you know what? 
I can get all of these Nespresso pods for a dollar mm-hmm. at the bin store. Right. And you can have a really nice coffee. I can make you a nice coffee. Maybe we yes. have to spend $100 on a machine. And mm-hmm. I get all of these pods for cheap. Mm-hmm. And you know what? After 100 pods, this thing is paid for itself. And we're on the right track. You get better coffee. And in the long term, we're saving money. You right. know, there's ways to do things. Yeah. And they're not always fun. And these compromises aren't always like big grand things. It can be little things. And we go, you know what? Mm-hmm. This is good enough for me. And I think I can do this. And Yeah, and then he can he can take the money that she would have spent on Starbucks that mm. they've saved and send it to his family. But they're and not And everybody wins. They haven't figured out how to do that yet. Mm-hmm. So for them you know, it's uh, this is quite. I don't know. It seemed like a changing moment for them and for us. It mm-hmm. seemed like here we are. Now we're going to get married. This is going to happen. They pretty much just decided, you know, whatever rough spots we hit, we agree to work through it. We're going to fight through this together. Right. Eh, it works. And maybe by the end of this episode, it was the same for Gino and Jasmine. They've agreed to not have any more contact with their exes. Mm -hmm. And I thought this whole thing was pretty, I don't know, it was a pretty crappy way to get there for all of them. Mm -hmm. Because it sounded like Gino said, if you have a problem with me talking with my exes, then you can't talk with yours. And it didn't seem, it doesn't seem like logical reasoning there. Well, in a way it is because he's saying don't set a double standard. But in a way it isn't because maybe his past behavior with like sharing her photos with his ex and stuff, maybe he can't behave in a relationship, friendship with an ex the way that Maybe she could. And I don't know where our conversation goes from here. But what Gino did about sharing those photos is about some of the worst things that you could ever do. Yeah, that was horrible. So I'm not sure where this goes with us. But I want to get that out there from the beginning. What he oh, yeah, did is, is one of Horrendous. the... Horrendous. And it caused her so much trouble. And yeah. lifelong humiliation. Because once that stuff gets on the internet, it's there forever. I'm not completely sold on the her losing her job because of this, right? Well, she, this did this these details didn't come out before. She said that the ex sent her pictures to every blogger on the planet that wanted them, mm-hmm. and one of them sent them to her uh, place of employment. I'm going to say that if her place of employment saw her behavior on this show that that would be enough for me, right? Well, sure. Right. I'm so, sure they probably aren't watching it in Panama. <laughs> oh, no. I think if you knew that one of your teachers, one of your instructors was on well, a show. Well, why would you know if, if, if you don't oh, watch that show? I think the internet is a thing, right? So I don't think there's a big shocker about this. So I'm not 100% sold on that as a 100% truth. It's possible 
but no matter what, Gino is one of the this thing that he did. That was, was terrible. Was one of the worst things that. that we have ever seen on the show, right? Yeah. I mean, ha- hands down, it's terrible. Yeah, he had no business doing that. Or what would possess him to think to do such a thing? It's also very hard to believe a lot of what these two are doing just because of whatever production, fabrication, storylines, right? So I'm not completely sold of what's true and what isn't with them. I'll just be really happy when we get to a point where there's no more screaming, screeching from Jasmine. Right, because... That really grates on my nerves. And, and this is, you know, Gino brings up the did you provoke the argument. That was horrible. Yeah, it was. I could not believe he said that. Yeah. And this is where I because think... Because it doesn't matter if she did. She probably did, knowing her. However, no provocation on her part could justify what the lady did with these photos. Correct. So saying that implies that there is a scenario where it's justified. Yeah, and, and I, he's way off the mark, I and think, she should be very angry with him for saying that. I think they're both deflecting at this point. I sure. think that that Jasmine is trying to deflect the Dane stuff with his ex, and and I think it would be like either you're gonna forgive Gino from this, or you're not. I, I think. And I, this is the big stuff, like when you get into cheating and all of these things, and we've probably talked about it before. The, this is something that's so big, I don't know how you ever get past it. Yeah, like you could understand if somebody couldn't. Yeah, you say, could I forgive you for this? And you want to say yes, but really you don't because this is that big. You harmed mm-hmm. me so greatly that I really can't forgive you for this. And so if you can't get past it and you're going to keep bringing it up, then this is probably a scenario where you yeah. go, I can't do this. This, mm-hmm. th- this is too big. And, and for me, I think this is one of the things that's too big. Mm-hmm. And you see it because when a fight happens, where does she go? It comes back to this. Right. And it's not like you can blame her. No. Because this was that big. Mm-hmm. This would be something that's so big you can't forgive. And so mm-hmm. maybe the thing that she says she forgives him or whatever. I don't know if she ever said that. But I don't know how you get past it. At all. Period. And so I think she's deflecting with the Dane thing. And then he double deflects, right? Mm-hmm. With the, did you provoke this thing? Yeah. Which I think you're right. She probably she probably did provoke an argument with the ex. Sure, of course. But, I'd be surprised if she didn't. Yes, I think we probably know she did. <laughs> but that being said, it still doesn't warrant this. Even if that were the case, there's no reason that the ex could have to go and do this. Right. And so even asking that question yes. is out of line. Yeah. Because it's irrelevant. He has to just, at this point, if she brings that up, I mean, it's like, you know, it's, it's like pulling out four aces in a poker hand. 
You go, here's what I got. You go, I got nothing for that. Um, you know, it's over. <laughs> yeah. There's just nothing you can, there's nothing that Gino can ever do to deflect that. Not that he needs to because he's so wrong. It's just, um, you know, I don't know. And it, but at least he tells her to calm down. Oh, I said, don't say that. <laughs> And then it goes into, I wish I'd screw, you know, and then she reacts by not calming down and says, I wish I'd screw Dane instead. Yes. They're so mean to each other when they fight. They have to break this habit. It gets so hot. I don't know if this thing, do we want to see, and there's been so much of Gino and Jasmine. We've had Dane on, haven't we? We have yes. on the yeah they had the on luncheon the on the or the whatever breakfast on the patio too. What do we call this? Is this an implant? Was it implant gate? Um, booty gate would probably be better, right? <laughs> I want yeah. Dane on like the tell all. I'd like to know what really happened here. Uh huh. Is Dane this altruistic? Do you get a tax write off? For no. donating to your friend's donating butt implant. Donating to your friend's butt implant. No. How does this happen? How does this come up? <laughs> you know, Gino's not going to do this. He's still having those. If you saw his bathroom, those, if you remember the 1990s and we were around mm -hmm. then, these oak round towel racks, like the round ones, like for hand towels, this uh -huh. is still in his bathroom. We had those. I agree. We did have those. And when did we have those? In the 90s. <laughs> in the 90s. So he still has those in his bathroom. I would assume at this point there's some kind of, 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 of brown or black. Like you could just take your fingernail and get whatever the Ew. old moisture is off of that. It would be like, so, it, yeah. for me, it would be like Rob's steering wheel. If you've seen close-ups of what his steering wheel looks like, it looks like something like if you took corroded. It, yeah, if you went and sprayed some fantastic Nasty. on it and let it sit Ew. for about fifteen Ew, or twenty seconds, and you would Brown see goo. yes, you would just see Yuck. this drip off. It's of like it's like when I bought my townhouse and it was a foreclosed property, and someone had smoked in it, and there were these metal bifold doors on the laundry closet, and they were all dingy and brown and i was like ew let me try to clean these and i sprayed them with fantastic and as it ran down the metal slats mm. in the bifold doors it changed color and this brown gooey liquid was running down the front and the so, doors were actually yellow that's so for you and me we grew up right even though you and i have never smoked yeah. But no. this is what's in our lungs because our parents. Yes. Because That's of why our I parents. have terrible allergies and sinus problems because I, I grew up breathing five packs a day for I my saw parents. something wonderful on, and forgive us. I had, I had chronic respiratory infections as a child. Metal I missed laughing. so much school. It was unreal. I'm not trying I'm to laugh. But... And by today's standards, you know, you can hardly miss school. I would I would fail Look, for missing school because I had so many respiratory infections. They just say that, but they're not failing anybody these days. I can I'm say, you. you know, we kind of internally, we kind of bust you on your DNA, right? But mm -hmm. I saw a neat thing. And look, for us, this Facebook's a sensitive topic right now, right? 
just personally. Yes. Facebook's mm-hmm. pretty sad. I saw something funny that says, you know, I grew up in an era when at school we made our parents ashtrays, right? right. Our Christmas gifts for our parents were indeed ashtrays. True. I made a few ashtrays for my parents. This yeah. was just how things were. This is what yeah. we did. So this is how everything looks. Yeah. So I don't know. Gino and Jasmine. This is fun. They're 46 days from where this means we're still a ways from them. Hopefully they jump forward. At this point, yeah. it doesn't appear if they put the X's thing behind them. There isn't a whole lot yeah, we've more. We've seen this. all we need to see from them. Yeah, let's just before get before they tie the knot. Let's yeah. just get married. I'm trying to think about what month. I don't remember the month that they got married. So I'm off that right now. We've had so much, you know, when we deal with these 90 day diaries and all this old news that we mm-hmm. reported on in Inside Scoop maybe 18 months ago. Mm-hmm. It's it's just kind of hard to keep track of when all of this happened. So, yeah. The Sam and Kitra story. Um, Citra. Do, do you think, what's your thoughts on Sam's honesty with Citra's dad? Do you think he's being honest? From what Not you entirely. know. From no. what we know a bit more from Inside Scoop. And for those of you who, who I, I don't know. Well, we have what we were at 179th Inside Scoop episode. Uh-huh. We do one a week, so that should tell you how long we've been doing Inside Scoop. Yeah. From what and we I know, actually broke this story. Well, yeah, from what we know about Sam, um, there's a lot more to that arrest than yeah. what he's talked about on the show. Let's unpack just the simple story of his medication being old. Now, first, his first story was that it wasn't that it was old. It was that it was out of its container. That was the first story. He and told. isn't that what we kind of know to be true? Isn't yes. that what we we have found out? Yes. That when he got pulled over, he had an unmarked container yes. with these drugs. Like he in had it. some in his pocket or a, a Ziploc bag or something. It wasn't in the prescription container because and that was why that was an issue. The prescription container has the dates on it and it also has the date uh-huh. and it really is more of an effective date of the prescription, not like a legality issue of, you know, this right. drug is illegal at this point. And, and this story of his saying that he the, the medicine was old expired he said that he hadn't been to the doctor in a couple of months does not make sense because when you're issued a prescription it has the dispensing date on it the date that it was filled for you and then it has an expiration date that says use or discard by and generally unless a particular medicine has a different expiration date it's usually one year after the dispensing date so if he just hadn't seen a doctor in a couple months it wouldn't make sense for this medicine to be expired because it would have needed to be a year old unless there's some specific different expiration date for this medicine and i would be shocked 
if the police are going to charge you for you having your own medicine in your own container with your name on it that just happens to be more than a year old. Yeah. This would seem like, I don't know, maybe we're 1990s cops and they're arresting everybody for everything. But that's not where we are at this point. No. So, for them, I do think he's misleading. And I think if yes. you do that, then, you know, it's a bit of a risky thing. Uh-huh. I don't think it's... I and just, we know that his court date has been delayed. Yeah, and this it is still... It should be now, right? Coming up, yeah. I mean, it's by the end of this month. It's in January, yes. so... Yep. Whatever for January date. 14th of February would make the only thing. That would be great. You have it on Valentine's Day. <laughs> so this meal, did you see the meal that they had? They had, fry, it looked to be fried chicken. This is what they have. Fried chicken, um, mac and cheese, and potatoes. This No <clears throat> vegetable. What I didn't see, I thought maybe in one scene, I thought maybe I saw Sam scooping up some baked beans. It's possible. It's still not a vegetable. What? A bean's a, a vegetable, isn't it? It's a legume and not that kind of bean. What? A bean's a bean. Green beans, but bean beans are legumes. What? I don't, I don't like your tone. You mean if I have, not that I'm eating those beans, right? I'm not eating, but we don't serve baked beans in the house, right? No. Right. No, we do not. I do Why? not like sweet beans. Okay. So this is not a vegetable? I don't put sugar in, in I'm not trying to get vegetables. All, I'm not trying to get all sciency on us. No, but I don't put sugar in vegetables. That's gross. But I'm not sure. This could have been, you know, I hadn't even thought about it. I saw the containers, and they were tin containers. So this wasn't like a Kentucky Fried Chicken meal, but it sure looks like it. Mm-hmm. This is it looks to be what they had. He they said could have, they could have pulled a real housewives trick and bought it fast food and, and put, put it, it in their own containers. Well, that would have been smart. I don't so think that it looks this, homemade. I'm not sure this team is that sophisticated. We've seen this on Real Housewives <laughs> many times because those ladies do not cook. I thing. think um well, and I don't think they're capable of this because you I know you didn't notice because this is just not stuff that you pay attention to. But they were eating off plastic. They had plastic silverware and paper plates. It was the expensive Dixie plates, I believe. <laughs> but what happened? So if you're having let's say something happens and we finally get a chance to meet like our our son's girlfriend's father, and we're having him over for dinner. Uh-huh. What are you pulling out for plates? Are you going to have uh, plastic plates? No, I'm going to use my good dishes. Right. This would be the what stoneware. You At yeah. least that, right? There are different yeah. levels. We have what we generally use. Then we have one step up. Yeah. And then we have another step past that. You yes. would at least go for the middle serving. Yeah. Our nicer dinner wear. Right. Because we have the ones we use with the kids. And then we have the nice ones we like to use when it's us. Right. And then, and you then have we have China from England. That we're waiting for <laughs> all the kids karat to gold trim. Yes. Where is that? That's from your mother. From my mother. Her, I think her that's wedding good China stuff, from right. 1955. <clears throat> yes, 
got real 24 karat nice. gold trim painted on it. It's now nice. people are going to break in the house and steal mm-hmm. our take the plating off. It's only it, it's only half of the place settings. My sister has the other half. <laughs> That's messed up. It is. It because would be. I I have enough people for dinner that I don't have enough for everyone with <laughs> their significant others. So if you had this discussion me. with her, I haven't because how would I get it from her? Mm. You're not shipping that. You wouldn't risk it breaking. I think you want to keep it together, and you either offer let's do, split the baby thing, right? Let's cut the baby yeah. down the middle. Do we cut the baby down the middle, or does one person get it? You could either offer I, her your china or try and yeah. get it back. Because, you know, I think it's like, you know, it's old tradition about how things used to be, uh-huh. right? Biblically. I thought about mentioning, because this happened twice to us this year, because we actually had all of our kids and their significant others for a couple of meals. And so it was weird to have to pick one person who got completely different <laughs> dishes and silverware than everyone else. And it made me feel bad. Like I was punishing somebody. Yeah. And then it was like, okay, well, who gets that? Okay, let's give it to the youngest because he might break it anyway. <laughs> that would be it. But generally, I would offer to take the oddball plate because I'm always uh-huh. afraid of what people feel and think. Right. right. But you're also sitting at the main table and this so is that, my castle. It's weird. You're, you're, yeah, you're ruining my picture at that point. So let's, yeah, right. So let's just, <laughs> so, so they're eating off plastic paper plates and. I looked at what they had, and so they're eating this, what I'm going to call is a at least a knockoff Kentucky Fried Chicken meal, right? Everybody uh-huh. seems to have a drumstick in their hand, and they're all talking about how bland, bland the food is. I looked, and they had Sweet Baby Ray's on the table, uh-huh. and they had this Ortega taco seasoning is That's what sweet. they had on the table. And I could see definitely. So, what is the taco seasoning about? Is it because is it because they don't like this bland food, and they go, "We need something to spice this up." Yeah, I said to you, this is their version of spice. What's in this taco seasoning? What is this stuff? It's just you know. Is there a cilantro or something? No, nothing wonderful. It's just like kind of like how when you have chili seasoning mix it's just your basic cumin chili powder blah 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 we get so it's it's just basic spices mixed together we get such a bad rap for just our food in general and so i think we'll probably talk about that more maybe later but i thought what was funny was after this other scene that we had with clayton's mom that dad said you know that fried chicken is about as american as it gets yeah. So that was it. So that and fly traps. I can't see a fly trap <laughs> anymore and not think of hoarders. Yes, for real. And so I, I mean, at this point, right? And I think what was it? It was um, was it Matt? Um, in that last episode, we do watch hoarders, by the way. And yeah, and so, there's a new season out. Yeah. There's, there's a couple of episodes. So we don't do a watch this kind of stuff, but we do watch Hoarders. And so this last episode, it was like, you know, there are bugs everywhere. Your rice, your rice is your moving. Your rice is moving. <laughs> so I'm sorry. <laughs> I lost. I don't know what that would sound like on the mic. 
but um, your ice is moving. He said, yeah, I know. This is why I have these fly traps here. And it was these full fly yes. traps, all this stuff. So when I see... Years old and completely covered. There's no glue left on them. So it's the one fly is stuck to another fly. These are dumb yes. flies is what it is. Uh-huh. They're just dumb. Why would they go to the fly trap when they have all this yummy rice that they could eat? <laughs> so I saw that on the porch. I couldn't help but think about it. You know what, Brandon and Mary. And, you know, bugs are a real problem because Brandon and yeah. Mary are kind of over there in the they Philippines. They got swarmed. <laughs> they're but there aren't, there aren't enough fly traps for that. No. That's a whole other level. So she tries, Citra tries to get... It was like Justine, gosh, this is so hard to remember everybody. Justine and Michael in Life After Lockup, when Citra's trying to get Sam to tell about the diversion stuff. Mm-hmm. And she says, aren't you, you know, it's time for you to tell him this. This is like. She's really leading him. Yes, it's like Justine telling Michael, you're going to tell the kids about. Uh-huh. And he looks at her. Right. And she's like, no, no, this is on you. I- I'm out. <laughs> yeah, I'm not doing this. You know, I thought of Life After Lockup. That was one of, it was really one of the, you know, there's a little nugget in there on all these things. And I thought that that was something because you get to see no matter what is manufactured or what producers do, it's things like that. When Michael squirming uh-huh. and wants to get out of this and doesn't want to what say something, do? what does he do? And it's the same thing here. Citra yeah. goes, it's time. You're going to uh-huh. have to do this now. And he goes, like, I don't want to do this, but it's time. And then we think he really tells lies. Yeah. I don't think he's being honest at all. No. So, and he's, this is what he says, that this is a painkiller. This is how yeah. it's explained to dad. And, yeah, it's not. And it isn't. He, well, that was her translation. She said it's painkillers. He said, it's because I was addicted to painkillers. Right. And this helps me stay off them. So, and so she said it's painkillers. It so was that just, was her translation. Just a translation issue? Yes. Him being lazy. Her, her interpretation to her dad. Yeah, him being lazy wasn't a translation issue. He's just lazy. No. Yeah. Completely. And when dad said, well, then what happens to Citra if you go to jail? And he just shrugs. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, no. Oh, I don't know. No. Oh, no. We'll cross that bridge when we get there. It's like Michael, right? Michael and Justine. I don't know. Maybe it'll all work right. out. You know? It'll probably <laughs> all work out. Everything will be fine. Don't worry about it. It's like Clayton. Is every dude, are we all like that? Mostly. It's like, you know, it'll, like Clayton. Well, you know, anyone can officiate. So, <laughs> oh, that was terrible. We'll just have a lottery and go you, right? We'll have it'll be like a reverse. <laughs> yeah, he said we'll just pick somebody at the wedding. They're definitely yeah. available. They're already there. Right. It'll oh be like a reverse garter. You throw the garter belt or whatever, and then whoever gets it, you're the efficient. We just <sighs> do it early. You just throw a pin. Whoever catches the pin, we're going to throw this. Ta da! You're the efficient. Oh. <sighs> This whole, you know, we get a little bit of mom here. And I think this is a bit telling. Mom doesn't mm-hmm. l- look so good in this light. Mm-hmm. Mom says. Very passive aggressive. Yeah. And mom says, you know what? All this is going on. All this Spanish arguing. All this <laughs> non-American food. It has me feeling some kind of way. 
I don't know She's what it is. It. Mom's got to go. You know what I can tell mom what it is? And this is a bit bold for me. Maybe it's late and I'm tired. You know what this is? Uh, her racism? Well, yeah. Oh, you're like you're reading my mind. Yes, this is exactly <laughs> what it is. So this is what it is. I'm feeling this and I'm not sure what it is. Yes, it's mm-hmm. called racism. Yes. <laughs> so that's it, right? What do you think would happen? You know, if they're over there, they're just going to be speaking English. And everybody over there is going to go, well, I wish they'd speak more Spanish. I mean, this is just uh-huh. how it is. This is And what I happens. love Citra's comeback that or I no, wish I could um, make Clayton's. Annalise. Uh, An- yeah. yeah, I get it. I love Annalise's uh, comeback where she says, I wish I could make mom understand that if she came to right. my country and was with my family, we would not be speaking English. Right. And she couldn't speak Spanish. So she would speak English because right. that's what she can speak. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so she's like, what's the difference? There isn't one. Right. Mom wants once, maybe once a week, she could cook some American food. And she said mm. that um, she didn't think she was trying to learn it fast enough. And Annalise said she doesn't realize I can't learn this that fast. Let's not forget that English is the most difficult language for people to learn because no, there are not. so many rules and then exceptions to the rules. Yeah. Clayton's mom knows it. It can't be that hard, right? This is what we. This is what she thinks. I know it, so everybody should know it. Mm-hmm. Uh, once a week, she should cook some American food, right? Mm-hmm. All she's making is chicken, chicken, chicken. Well, let's be honest. <laughs> the people in America who grew up speaking English don't speak it very well either. I don't like your tone. I'm just saying. There's right. an awful lot of misused I, grammar. You know, it's my yes. pet peeve on the show is uh, whatever. Somebody in eyes, it'll be, you know, Chantel. Clayton and eyes wedding. Yeah, Pedro and <laughs> eyes marriage. That's like, yeah. oh, my word. Now it's got me because I hear that so often when uh-huh. I'm in that phrase, I just assume I'm saying it wrong. And I'm afraid That's it's going to come out that sometime <laughs> in a statement, so much. I'm going to come out with some <laughs> Kelly public. and eyes, Kelly and eyes, whatever. <laughs> Car, right? Oh, my goodness. Yeah, That's not great. <clears throat> you think mom, look, that mom doesn't already know. That this is the result of this relationship is her being out is ridiculous on her part. Right? Yes. It is. She's going to have to go. Right. And for her, this. And it's time. Yeah, this stuff about the dishes and passive aggressive. I, yeah. I, I'm not trying to judge mom on what she does or doesn't do. No, but, but this is going to be now Annalise home. And and you're not going to talk to me in that way in my own home about how you think I need to keep my home because you're then my guest in my home. You're not for and long. so this is never going to work because even now this is Clayton's home. It's not mom's home. Mom's tagging along in the closet. Yeah, and look, I mean, we commend Clayton for caring sure. for his mother. If you could call it that. Whatever it is, I think it's probably in just... In the closet. Yeah, she is in a closet, so I don't want to... 
that's probably not good. It, it's not good, right? And so even right. when he – although when he makes the joke in the rental place in Indiana, look, it even has a closet for my mom. That was so bad. It is funny, though. I Look, I'm all for – I think jokes need to be delivered. Offensive or not, I am at a point where in the privacy of a relationship, that joke needs to be there. And <laughs> I, I do think that means Clayton has a sense of humor because he doesn't really – think he's going to put his mom in a closet in the rental right no no but he says but he it, was quick-minded enough to think of it I, when he saw the closet. I still think it's a good joke it's funny i understand it but so, poor taste it is poor taste but a number of jokes are poor taste so i get that i'd love look i mean let's just be honest just buy annalee a deep fryer right and you deep yeah. fry anything and I think you could trick Clayton's mom into thinking that this is American food. It's American. Right. I could take this empanada, dip it in the fryer, and you're going to be yeah. just happy with it. Uh-huh. Oh, wow. American food. It's, it's a fried apple pie. <laughs> it's, you know what? It's let's go to a state fair. Right? And that's uh-huh. it. We can fry anything. Yeah. And that's it. You Sadly. Just, yeah, that's how it works. So this we went is with the Virginia State Fair and Hayden was like, I want to get the most unusual thing they have here. And he chooses a burger piled high with toppings on not bread, but Krispy Kreme donuts. Right. And he ate it. That's still not And it was disgusting. <laughs> How about them taking the pigs on the trip? Right. Yeah, what's with that? To their what? freaking wedding? Are you kidding me? What do you do? Lots of smelly things in your hotel room or your B&B or whatever. They have places where you can house your dogs, but they probably yeah. don't have. You know, this is the thing about not having friends. Yeah, well, this is yeah, this is where you call up a friend and say, can you keep this guinea pig? Yeah, it's just I'm going to keep it in a cage. I mean, it sounds really bad, but, you know, I'll be back in a week. You probably don't have to clean the cage. But this is what I need you to do every night. Put three mm-hmm. of these, eight of those, two of these in the cage, and uh-huh. it will keep them alive. Right. But he doesn't have anybody. No. There's nobody to keep these things alive. Maybe he could call his newfound online gaming friend. Right. That he flew to see. Yeah, Can but... I ship you my granny pigs? Right, that'll be good. Right? You can ship plates. Maybe you can ship guinea pigs. Can you come pig sit for me? (laughs) I like, look, we saw this coming. When they go to Brandy about helping with a wedding, and, you know, she's like, look, I ain't doing this stuff. We knew what Brandy was all about. There's no doubt if I needed. This girl can party. If I needed to get a bachelorette party, this is the person. How about them playing? So she's playing sly here, right? Yep, this, she's not telling Clayton what she's got going on. This is brilliant. But but her and uh, Annalie have already talked about what she wants you, to, because she knows that she wants a stripper. Look, what we saw in the previews was offensive. Yes. Oh my gosh. But let's wash. Pull the blanket up over my head. Let's wash you. <laughs> You did act. I'm telling you. So what we were is it's kind of a mishmash of what happens um, Sunday night. Pretty much we start out Sunday night in the kitchen on a tablet. 
for probably because 30 to 40 minutes of cooking is happening. Dinner, breakfast, you know, we have a week to prepare. And somewhere around the hour mark, we then move to the living room while whatever is happening or is eating happening. or whatever. Yeah. So we made it at this point, there was nothing because the Lions game, I had gorged on things that were illegal normally in the house. Um, I'd gorged on those things since there wasn't a really a dinner meal because lunch lasted for about four hours. So I fed myself a bowl of cereal because nobody wanted to eat. So we were in the living room and we get to the end. I'm on one couch, you're on the other. And during this scene, I'd hit cancel because it wanted to move to the next thing. And then, so we saw the preview and here you saw, and I literally turned over and your face was under the blanket. I went, oh my gosh, and I pulled the blanket over my head. This would be, like, what would happen if, like, you got the unedited bolo stuff from Atlanta? Oh my gosh, it would be so bad. <laughs> and there's probably, Just straight debauchery. What we know is, is from our podcast, is there aren't any housewives, there aren't any housewife people here. So it's like nobody who right. listens to our podcast actually listens or watches Housewives. So you, nobody gets the ref, the Bolo reference. Oh, my gosh. So if the Bolo stuff came out, like the unedited footage of that. Wow. Why not put it on Peacock? We're getting these unedited. Yeah, no kidding. These unedited Tell reu- all the reunions. The, and reunions with all the language. Yeah, and, Monica wow. is just trash. It's so mom. bad. All I could think to myself was... I'm not sure I've heard the F word this many times. It's a lot. In one sitting. And if it were edited, it would just be a continuous beep. Right. I wouldn't know what they were talking about. Right. It would be like you, right? A lot of times on our show when I have to, uh, ed- and yeah. I have to beep you all the when time. When you make those beeps for <laughs> absolutely nothing so people think I cuss, you're so funny. <laughs> I believe I'm funny. So I'm laughing because I think it's really fun. And I, I, I really don't do that enough. And so, <laughs> please. Right. So I hope I remember when I'm editing oh, this to put some beeps <laughs> Just remember, this is the person who pulled the blanket over their head. <laughs> so there's that. Oh, but I like that Brandy knows how to party. Look, let's put this aside, right? And if there's a bonding moment for Brandy and Annalie, this is probably You're about a good to have it, right? I mean, I don't want to say that keeping a secret from Clayton is a bonding moment because it goes against what yes, we would normally we would never talk do about. That. But, Nor would I have a stripper at a bachelorette party. Right. I wouldn't have a bachelorette party. Right. That's me. The debate is whether or not that was real or a, a prosthetic. I, no, <laughs> I would say those are real. We've seen these kind of scenes on Housewives before. I don't I think mean, so. the I think Bolo it, one, wow. Yeah, but look, Bolo is different. I believe, and even the ladies say the Bolo is different from everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I had him twice because before that, on another season, he'd been on and danced on the dinner table at a restaurant (laughs) and done exactly what we saw in this scene. Don't you remember when I did that? No, stop. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I'm sorry. So, look. I would never speak to you again if you did that. I don't like your tone. Sometimes. Terrible. Right. The rhythm gets you sometimes. Oh, gosh. Stop. Look, I think for this, uh, we talked about it, and you saw Annalie understands more English than she can speak. It's a, it's really a confi- uh-huh, it's right. a confidence thing, 
Uh-huh. And and you know I've spent time in another country and I and I, the German I still understand I'm surprised about, right? And mm-hmm. so I would never dare speak German to someone, but when I hear it, right. I understand it. And it's a fun thing to play when I watch like old World War II movies, you know, and there's subtitles on the bottom for some of the scenes, and I go, oh, okay, I get this, right? I understand. I close my eyes and try to at least, you know interpret it in my own head uh-huh. so i think annalee understands a lot and we get that when she comes out and says look i heard what you guys are talking about right i know you're talking about me what exactly did you say i don't know, I know that you I were give, complaining is what she said that i give you two chances at this i go this is some crap right uh-huh so i, I and and i go i you just can't do this if you think you're speaking yeah. and it's your intent if you think you're speaking in secret, it's wrong. Yes. It's wrong. And I told you that that we experienced this as a family when my brother married a German girl. Mm. And they were living with us temporarily. And they would have conversations that were negative about, like, my parents in front of us. And... They would speak in German, but she spoke English. But they chose to speak German because they were talking about us. Mm-hmm. And it was very offensive, and it really angered my parents. We should make up our own language that nobody would understand. <laughs> but after 30 years, can't we a lot of times just look at each other? Yes. And so we, I guess Definitely. we don't really need to speak. When something's happening or going down, we could just give each other a look. <laughs> a look. And I think we know what that means. That's the advantage. Uh, so we generally, like for couples, we tell you stick it out and stay together. Uh-huh. Right? Because that's, I think that's the, we, we in general believe you should always try to do that when possible. Yes. And there's not like abuse or cheating involved. Yes. Because the benefit is that after 30 years or 29 years, you have somebody that you don't even have to talk to in a situation. <laughs> we can and be sitting exactly what you're thinking. We can be sitting in a restaurant, or I can just say something, like one word, and you know uh-huh. the whole story. Say so yep. this is it. Sadly, many of those things turn about uh, about reality TV. It's so true. <laughs> we could be sitting somewhere and say this is just like this, and so. And that's that. So. And and shamefully, I have to admit, it's even happened a couple of times in the middle of a church service. <laughs> right, that happens. So there's something. So we oh, are going. Everything comes back to we, reality TV. Yeah, we're going to talk about Nikki and Igor and Rob and Sophie when we come back. So stick around and subscribe and you'll hear the rest of this episode your inside scoop it looks like i mean this may be a light week for us because of your surgery but um um we had five children yeah we had a good this is what i say to everybody when they're hurt i said well you know you had a good run so you had a good run you're right we had a thousand episodes so it was a good run yeah yeah so listen to reruns yeah that'll be it (laughs) i need a new diva so that'll be it. Yeah. Right? So I need new talent. All this yeah. work to do and no talent. So this would be bad. I'm, and I don't mean to joke about that. But it's <laughs> between us because what you are is you're dealing with us right now. So yeah, it sounds bad probably to people outside. But this is just the two of us talking. So yeah. And that. I get anxious as 
things like this get closer. And so it it's just our way of breaking the tension. Right. Really. Right. I do really <laughs> just care. Just joke about it. I do care. Yes, I know you do. Right. I know you do. Right. So there's that. We're going to talk Nikki and Igor, Rob and Sophie when we come back. Thank you for listening. You can listen to the rest of this episode by subscribing to our Coupled with Chaos channel on Apple. By subscribing to our Patreon. Or by subscribing to our Supercast. For $3.99 a month. Where you can hear us talk about reality shows, real life, and more on our podcasts. Covering shows airing on TLC, A&E, Bravo, and the WE Network. Just follow the instructions in the show notes. Tell your friends about this podcast. And rate and review us on your favorite podcast player. Follow us at Coupled with chaos on all the socials or contact us directly by email at coupledwithchaos at gmail.com 